welcome to this week's episode of the Nostalgia Hunters Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Dayton. And today's game is Fax Sanadu, a game that, even with cheat codes, I got about 30% the way through. And on my end, I couldn't even get 20% of the way through. <laughs> we were hoping to get one of the creators on the show today to you know talk about the game and everything, but to no avail. Yeah, sadly, uh, Hitachi Okuno, the vice president of Sega of America, apparently just has some more important things to do than be on a podcast. Shit, I dropped my phone with six followers. Yeah, yeah our good old six listeners. Hey, six listeners. Glad you're listening at some point. All right. Hey, man, don't don't take it so meekly. Even if we don't get a single listener, a million years from now, there's there's a chance that maybe an alien race that sees the remains of humanity, because we ain't going to fucking survive for long, maybe they'll see this podcast and be like, what the fuck are they on about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hmm, nostalgia hunters. We must find these people, and we're all dead. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I did recent. I did. I did look up some walkthroughs. Uh, I did. I did watch some speed runs. I did watch a, a bit here and there. Cause it turns out that like Legend of Zelda, I suck at every single RPG adventure game except Earth. I suck at most of them, but I love playing them. I'm pretty good at the Final Fantasy ones and Earthbound. I'm pretty good at too. But um. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, I think it was Link's Awakening was kind of. Inspired by Fax Xanadu. Xanadu? No, I mean Fax Xanadu. Hello? Hello? Um, I might have lost my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, back from the beginning, boys! I cut out! <laughs> oh, you're back. Alright, I thought I lost you at some point. Nah, keep it in, keep it in. This, uh, this is, this is raw, unedited footage. Audio, fuck, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got my uh, co-host back now. So um, we were talking about facts and a do. Yeah, well, apparently I dropped the bombshell on him that uh, Xanadu was uh, was was uh, was the game that this thing spin off of. Though I've never heard of that, and he didn't bring it up. Though I thought he did. No, I didn't. I brought up the fact that supposedly uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening was inspired by this game. Oh, well, this game was an inspiration for, uh, from another game. So, in reality, Link's Awakening is actually a spinoff of a spinoff of a side story in, in Xanadu, according to the Wikipedia article, if it is to be taken literally. Uh, that's always fun. A spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff. Now my head's spinning trying to figure out and process all that. Yeah, um, do you, uh, do you know anything about the, uh, game's story? Because I sure as hell don't. All I know is you're a traveler coming to your hometown, and you find out it's been taken over by something, and apparently you look like you're half-naked, um... And you go see the king, he gives you an allotment of money, you go and get yourself, you go and get yourself weapons, armor, and magic, and then you go on an adventure, and that's about as far as I get. I got to about a point where I'm supposed to find a a way to awaken three fountains. 
However, I got to the point where I got to one fountain, and there's this old man, old man, and I talked to him, and he's like, oh, you need to find this medicine. So I said, okay, I got to go around. Oh, I found this thing that looks like medicine, right? I go down, and it says, I have touched poison. And then I died. Well, that seems about right. <laughs> it's an NES game after all, man. This game takes, like, no hand-holding to another level. As in, you have to talk to every last NPC to get the smallest bits of information. And the game literally tells you that when you talk to a random NPC. Yeah, I know. And sometimes you talk to the random NPC way too many times because you hit the wrong button. I can't tell you how many times I've, how many times I've went into the church to, into the church just to try to go forward. I mean, apparently the, uh, apparently I did a speedrunning tactic at, at the beginning of the game, which is die to that weird, weird, um, uh, whatever the hell creatures those are. I think they're dwarves. The, uh, two-legged one, like, no body, all head. Fucking, that's some people's dream right there, um, but, like... <laughs> nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, the... Like, the, the speedrun tactic is to, uh... Die to that and immediately go to that temple because apparently it's faster to die to that, respawn over there, and then talk to the dude, and then leave, and then start your game, than it is to, uh, go to the dude, and then fight the guy. Oh, okay. I'll have to try that next time I decide if I ever want to play this game again. I know. I'm sure as hell not playing this game again. I, I, I just suck. Yeah, same here. And I decided to try it with some cheat codes and only one of the cheat codes actually one of the infinite power or magic cheat codes actually worked and that was infinite magic the infinite power cheat code did not work otherwise I probably would have got farther in the game because I couldn't die huh so looking on the wiki there's only four areas of the overworld a, tr a tree's buttress inside of the trunk the tree's branches and finally, the Dwarves Mountain Stronghold. That's an escalation if I've ever seen one. Alright, we're climbing a tree, climbing a tree, climbing a tree. There's a mountain stronghold that lays before me with the uh, power of like like, like several kings combined. Alright, that seems fine. I was just climbing a tree for a few minutes here. Yeah, I was sitting there trying to figure that out. And, and have a lot of uh, those things that are called... Um, J keys. It's like every door has the. You have to go to a key shop in town, spend whatever amount of money on a J key to open some of these doors. And then some of the doors, J key doesn't even work. So at one town, I ended up buying the joke. I had the O key, and it wouldn't even open a door with the symbol of the Joker on it. So I had so I had to go find the door with the jack on it to use the J key, which led me into some sort of weird thing with monsters and things that look like. The, um, I'm not gonna say this is a family friendly show. So it, uh, sh this ain't family friendly. <laughs> so in essence, you have to find a door with like Joaquin Phoenix's face on it. That has the right. It has to be the right key. It has to be the right Joaquin Phoenix. I see. <laughs> It can't be him without the Joker makeup on. It has to be uh, him with the Joker makeup on. 
and then you, then you run into things that uh, apparently once you get magic you can shoot the things that look like walking spikes to the ground and they give you health certain enemies give you health so ones look like uh they, they they look like toad from super mario brothers grew and got deformed into a giant into a walking penis huh apparently you there's an exp and rank system to the game which I didn't even notice, so I may have been even further behind than I thought, because I'm sure that probably introduced that really early on, or I just didn't pay attention, but, um, yeah, no, that was like, apparently there's a rank system with EXP and everything, so, damn. Oh, I didn't know that, I just kind of played to see how far I could get. Yeah, it says right here, uh... And the hero gains a set amount of experience. Experience points help... Increase the hero's rank. See below. Oh, so that would mean because I know I had went into one town and went into the church and the church per the priest said I will give you the rank of and give me some sort of rank. I guess that means the more more experience points you get, the higher your rank gets. Yeah. You know there is one thing that I am pretty uh. I'm pretty surprised about this game, though, is that it looks better than the first Zelda. And it was released in 1987 on the Famicom. Took a few years to get to America, but, you know, um, we're lazy at translating things. Yeah, I noticed that, because when you when I went into one of the shops in the first town you're in... Instead of saying it costs 300 gold, it's a 300 golds. I see. You know, yeah, you're right. It does do that. And, like, apparently people noticed that the game was actually good, too, is that uh, back on the November-December edition, 1989 edition of Nintendo Power, it was apparently number six in the top 30 games. Really? Yes, it was in the top ten. And then rapidly fell every single issue after. But, for a short time, that was a game that rivaled Zelda and Mario. Imagine, on the Nintendo Switch, we could be playing Faxanadu, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> if Zelda just didn't go right, we had this just in the back burner just lurking. <laughs> yeah yeah in, in other news um from my youtube channel i've decided to dig into lost or unreleased games and find out why um i found out that at one point in time there's a company that was trying to make a that actually had made a, a unreleased clone game of fallout oh really what was that game called static and apparently uh, the little bit of research I did on it, um, apparently the one of the, re the the main reason why it never got released was because the developer ran out of funding. Damn, we gotta help that man, boys. Let's start a fundraiser right now. Let's get Static out. We need something to replace Fallout 76 immediately. And Outer Worlds really didn't do it for me. It was a good game. It's no Fallout killer. From uh, and then I did some more research in another game. Apparently, the, you've heard of the you've heard of uh, Super Mario Maker, right? Of course, of course. I have it on the 3DS, like any normal person should. 
Well, um, at one point in time, Capcom was going to make a, a version of that with Mega Man way before Super Mario Maker was ever going to come out. Are we talking like 16-bit era or like PS3 Mega Man? I it's it's gonna basically be the 16-bit era, um, and look, I have two. Um, trailers for the game that I found on YouTube. One, you can't tell what's advertising, but and the other one is actually Kenji himself telling you about the game, with translations of course because he's speaking Japanese, and then it shows gameplay. However, one of the main reasons the game was never released was because Kenji up and left Capcom. Well, that makes about as much sense as anything. And also in news, as you know, last week we missed our first upload because my Mac Mini shit itself, my PC weeks before shit itself, and the PC that I got on Friday needed an Ethernet cable, but now we're back up and running and we should be back on a Wednesday everyday schedule. And we almost got an episode out, but with a person that we will not mention their name for legal reasons, they fucked us over. Yeah, the, the guest host that I had that that had uh, actually offered to help we had a good episode going it was it was just basically me and him kind of you know bsing about and reminiscing about uh being old you know being old gamers and reminiscing about like the nintendo era of games and so on and so forth and he had actually offered to record everything for me and just send it to me and throughout the week i've been trying i was getting on him just so i could literally get this episode out and by about, I'd say, Friday, Saturday, I told him, just forget it because I'm tired of this. Yeah, after that long, man, we, we had to begin preparing for this now. And, like, we ain't about to upload two episodes. I already underpay this man enough to do every single inch of editing. So, you know. Y yeah. <laughs> they don't he doesn't pay me he doesn't pay me not to edit of course he doesn't pay me much at all but hey 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 man I give you enough for like a McDouble at McDonald's man and that's if, if you ration that properly man that's enough food for like at least a day yeah right now uh, sitting in my cash up I got enough for about maybe two McDoubles and a small fry <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh man, there's 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 an easy way to fix this, and that's um, that's OnlyFans, of course. Uh, nah, it's just getting the podcast out there a bit better, you know. That's all. Yeah, and um, also to help uh, help my channel out and also help the podcast as well, I do have a Patreon as well if you want to uh, do that. I'll put the links in the description of this podcast so you can. Uh, peruse that and see what you want why not uh why not say the link right now what is it um okay yeah go to uh patreon.com backslash unsurproductions no space and it'll take you right to the channel all right then give it one more time just so the people who are a little bit slower can get it don't worry you're not slow you're all lovelies <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Unser Productions, no space between Unser and Productions. Alrighty then. So, 
And another way to help the podcast while listening listening to it on his channel if you need a visualizer. If you really want to help too, listen to it on our Spotify or on Anchor. Those are the two that count the biggest towards us. And their links are... Pulling them up because I do not have them memorized. Well, he looks them up. Um, I'll put a link in the description because I don't have that memorized and it's long. I'm going to, I might put out a t-shirt with the uh, channel, with the podcast picture on it. Okay, if you just look up Nostalgia Hunters on Spotify, it will literally be the only thing there along with on Anchor. Because I came up with this name, I copyrighted it. It is um, patent pending 1983 um, Walt Disney Productions. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, Disney. He did not mean to. Please do not sue us. <laughs> Come at me, Disney. I'll kick your Mickey Mouse ass against the wall. <laughs> this is the point where you disassociate from me in every way possible. <laughs> I do not know him. He just magically appeared on my podcast. Yeah, I don't know who this man is. He's, he's holding my family hostage. He's the one that trademarked you. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I think it's time to uh, kind of wind things down a bit. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it would be good to wind things down. So, um, my overall view of the game, I'm going to give it yeah, a 6 out of 10. You know, that's, that's fair. Yeah, 6 out of 10. We don't have to average anything. It is slightly above average. is isn't shit, but it really isn't a game that I'd play today. Yeah, it isn't a game that I really want to pick up. Again, it's like, oh, I played that, and that's about all as far as I want to go with that. So, once again, thanks for listening. I've been Paul. And I've been Dayton. And this has been the Nostalgia Hunters Podcast. See you next week.